Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is for you. Wherever you happen to be right now, this is episode number 14 of the Results Matter podcast. I'm Mike Voris, and I help business leaders, entrepreneurs, and sales professionals become measurably more successful. Today's question, whatever happened to the yellow pages? Let's explore. Before we get down to business, just a quick reminder about my new book that was released on March 28th, Complain or Compete, Creating an Unfair Advantage in a Tough Labor Market. If you have employees, chances are you're struggling with the greatest challenge facing business leaders today. That is, being able to recruit and retain enough of the right people. We'll throw a link in the show notes for you to check it out. And if you've already read the book and found it helpful, would you please consider giving it five stars and a positive review on Amazon? It'll really help us get the book in front of more people who could really benefit from it. So without further delay or any more shameless promotion, it's time for episode number 14 of the Results Matter podcast. Here we go. Yesterday's mail brought with it an interesting and thought-provoking item. This year's Yellow Pages. Or to be more specific, according to its cover, the real Yellow Pages. And they've printed right on this cover, the original search engine, which apparently is a registered trademark of AT&T. It was when I was looking at this phrase, the original search engine, that got me thinking about the topic for this week's podcast episode. Let's come back to the yellow pages being the original search engine in just a moment. First, a little background for the younger listeners and a quick reminder for us old folks. The yellow pages, or the business section of what used to be known as the phone book, um, it was in fact how people used to find phone numbers and service options. These phone books comprised in large part by volume with the yellow pages listed every registered phone number in a county or geographic area. Mixed in were ads uh, placed by businesses um, hoping to attract the attention of the book searchers. Sound familiar to a different product we have in 2021? Hmm. These old phone books were huge. By, I mean, I'm talking about the size. I mean, if you hit someone in the head with a phone book 20 years ago, you'd knock them out. They were so big. They were so big. Um, it, they would just cost even too much to mail. So phone companies would hire people to deliver these big, thick phone books to homes and to businesses. They'd throw them in your yard or leave them on the doorstep, something like that. Um, they'd also hang these phone books from pay phones around the area. Pay what? Never mind. We'll discuss pay phones and pagers in another episode. You either remember or now you get the idea. You know, today's yellow pages or paper printed phone book generically is a far cry from the data and advertisement loaded version of old. In the good old days, it seemed like the first hundred pages were attorney advertisements. Lawyers ponied up big bucks in hopes of standing out in the phone book. The front and or back cover usually featured an attorney with a huge marketing budget or something like that. The yellow pages I got yesterday has about two pages of attorneys in total, and that includes listing and advertisements. I wonder where people are going to find their lawyers in 2021. Hmm. 
Livingston County, where I live in Michigan, uh, this 2021 version of the Yellow Pages has a little over 100 pages in total, making it about the same size as my new book, Complain or Compete, which if you've read it yet, you know it's a very short, quick read. Uh, The real Yellow Pages, the original search engine as they're calling it, is very small. When I grabbed this little guy out of the mailbox, I thought it was one of those local home improvement magazines that feature advertisements, uh, you know, the the ones that feature plumbers and roofers and landscapers, uh, HVAC guys, all that kind of stuff. It's a uh, it's a very similar size and appearance from the outside to those little those little magazines. Um, but those home improvement magazines and local service magazines that get sent out every month, um, in reality. They're probably quite a bit more valuable than these real yellow pages, but that's just my opinion, of course. AT&T puts it right on the cover, the original search engine. This is something they're proud of, I'd imagine. Now, I get bragging about being the first. It's kind of nostalgic if you think about it, but there's a not-so-happy ending to the yellow page story. Aside from a small population, the yellow pages have become mostly irrelevant. Most most of these that were delivered yesterday likely have already found their way into the recycling bin. Um, They may have been the first, AT&T that is, they may have been the original phone book, but to call themselves the original search engine is laughable. And, And that's what brings me to our big question today. The question, why didn't AT&T become Google? Why didn't that big thick phone book move to the internet and assume dominance before Google could. Sure, they tried to get in the game with yellowpages.com, but at that late hour it was too late. Heck, the only people who actually found yellowpages.com stumbled upon them through Google. Why bother doing a second search when you're already inside of a real search engine? AT&T's Yellow Pages was the original phone book, but they failed to ever become a search engine. To call themselves the original search engine, it's a cute little play on words, but in reality, they failed to ever install the engine. Now, the phone book and the yellow page is part of their business. It's completely irrelevant. Hardly used in a pale comparison of its once great size and value. In this context, they got surprised and they got crushed by Google. Google was founded in 1998. In 1998, AT&T stock was worth about 75 bucks a share. Today, AT&T stock trades for under $30 a share. Admittedly, and although perhaps not an identical apples to apples comparison, AT&T started out as part of the Bell Company. The Bell Telephone Company was established in 1877 by Alexander Graham Bell, who obtained the first U.S. patent on the telephone. AT&T was once the largest company in the world when they employed over a million people. AT&T got so big that they eventually got broken up by the government after enjoying a naturally created monopoly status for a long time, a number of years. To be fair, and to not mislead anyone, AT&T, they're not like Sears. They're not bankrupt or extinct. But, I think they did miss a huge Google-sized opportunity by operating in the world that was in 1998 
instead of the world that is or was about to be. They're actually the largest telecommunications company in the world today and the second largest provider of mobile phones. So, in the end, they're doing okay. Their asset list of subsidiaries, it's quite long. They're currently, uh, they currently sit at number 11 in terms of the largest companies in America, just below Google's parent company, Alphabet, who holds the number 10 spot. So, since 1998, Google has basically grown to be larger than AT&T, whose roots began all the way back in 1877. And that's why today's question on the Results Matter podcast is this. Why didn't AT&T become Google? Let's dig deeper. What lessons can large and small business uh, what lessons can large and small business leaders alike take away from stories like this one? Is the logic we're using here even relevant to small business owners and leaders? How does this apply to your business? You know, AT&T they're doing okay after all. But do you remember Sears? Barely? Maybe? Sears was once the largest retail giant in America. When was the last time you were at a Sears? Sears had a much similar story as AT&T in terms of missing modernization opportunities, but they had a much worse ending. So here's my quick take, and I'd love to hear your thoughts as well. Companies like AT&T and Sears missed world-changing opportunities by operating in the world that was instead of the world that is. Or, even better, the world that's going to be. Too many business leaders, large and small, get comfortable and complacent. The status quo, especially when, when it's working in the moment, gets accepted. It gets held on to tightly. Friends, what got you where you are now, it will not get you to where you want to be. It's not going to get you to where you want to go next. Success can be a dangerous creature. It can make us think more of the same as what's best. Unfortunately, that's rarely the case. Think, why didn't AT&T's Yellow Pages become Google? Why didn't Sears become Amazon? And what are you hanging on to that might have worked in the past but very likely is going to prevent you from advancing yourself and your business into the future. Are you developing yourself professionally, or are you only working on developing your people now that you're a leader? Are you looking for what's next, or are you busy going through the motions of what's required today? Where will you be in five years? Ten years? How are you going to get there? What about your business? Where will your business be in five years, 10 years? How's your business going to get there? If you wait to see what everyone else is doing, it's going to be way too late, friends. Are you going to operate in the world that was, the world that is, or the world that's going to be? I'd really love to hear your thoughts on this topic. What do you think? How do you see yourself and your business in terms of leaving the past behind to embark upon the future? Are you going to operate in the world that was, the world that is, or perhaps maybe even the world that will be? Tell me about it. I want to hear all about it. You'll find a link to send me a message in the show notes. 
For more information about products, services, and solutions designed to give you and your business an unfair advantage, visit voriesbusiness.com. The Results Matter podcast is a production of Voris Business Solutions. Thank you so much for listening today to the Results Matter podcast. Wow, 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 wow. Wow, wow.